0: How you doing?
1: I'm great. Yeah. I'm so great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, this is going to be probably a longer episode than last week because we have much more things to talk about.
1: Finally. Finally, more (laughs) things
0: to talk about now that there's been some movement in the music industry. Um, We're going to start with something that more impacts uh, the people behind the scenes, I would say. Um, Spotify released a songwriter page.
1: Yeah. So... For a while, there was like a lot of new Spotify things popping up for people behind the scenes. Like, Spotify for artists is like the main one. Spotify for podcasters, AO. And then there was also, I think there's like Spotify for brands. So, like, people could do ads. ads. Um, So, this is like the latest installment in that kind of thing Spotify for songwriters, which is just, I guess, in their effort to say that we're not just servicing the listeners, but everybody else. Um, And yeah, it's a really big deal because. The whole problem with the industry shifting over to streaming um, is that songwriters, certain songwriters and producers weren't getting credit, credited properly and they weren't getting paid properly. So th- I think this is a good step in the right direction to remedy that. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the press release right now and it was announced on February 12th that they're going to debut a beta version of Songwriter Pages. They say we're debuting a beta version of Songwriter Pages, which helps fans, collaborators and industry partners dive deeper into some of the creators behind their favorite songs. Since we began publicly displaying song credits on Spotify in 2018, we've seen a 60% increase in how often labels and distributors credit songwriters on their new releases, allowing artists and fans to dig deeper and recognize your work. Which I think is really awesome because the way the copyrights work, people are going to get paid. yeah, um, But no one really knows who these songwriters are because you can look you can go to song credits and it'll show you who they're written by. And I think now you can click on those writers and it'll bring you to... It looks like it'll bring you to a page where they have all of their songs, just like if you went to click on the artist. Right. And that way you can listen to... It says um, each songwriter page features a new written by playlist for your songs. Right. So you can manage how you are seen as a songwriter, which I think is really great.
1: Yeah, I looked into it a little bit and it's still in beta, so not every... Uh, songwriter and producer has this but I tested a few of them Um, a lot of the Ariana Grande collaborators have it already like um, Victoria Monet I believe Mm -hmm. um, that like if you go to thank you next or seven rings and then you say um, like show credits I think yeah show credits and then you click on Victoria's name it brings up a page on like google chrome that's, right like, victoria monet is a songwriter and then it lists a ton of the songs that she's written on um i looked into it definitely not everybody has it yet i tested like some of the bigger names like I don't even think Max Martin has
0: a page yet. No, it says it's in in, in the press release, it says, as part of this launch, we're proud to debut songwriter pages for Megan Trainer, Fraser T. Smith, Missy Elliott, Teddy Geiger, Ben Billions, and Justin Tranter, oh, so among really with many small, others. Yeah. So it's these people that are really, really famous that have right, it right, right now. Right. But it looks like that you can, it says you can express your interest in... Um, enabling your own pages and they'll like reach out for more information. So I think it's going to be another one of the platforms that Spotify has, like Spotify for artists, but Spotify for songwriters.
1: Yeah. And there's also going to be, you know, if you go to any artist page, it'll be like, this is whatever, this is Billie Eilish and have all their songs. And it's nice and neat in one place. So they're going to have that for, for songwriters basically. So they might not make a vocal appearance, you know, on, on a song, but they've written, They've written it, or they right. helped produce it, so and they deserve the credit. And yeah, and they're getting the credit they deserve. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's a good, it's good news for sure. Um, yeah, what's the next thing we wanted to talk about?
0: Um, a big thing that was happening about just like more into rights, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, going into Zayn Malik, there was a big trend on Twitter a couple days ago about him and that looks like RCA is using his voice without his consent I don't know how <laughs> true it is no one has really commented on it it's kind of just going through uh the rumor mill right now yeah it's kind of a odd situation um it, <laughs> free zane was trending <laughs> Yeah. Funny, yeah, I don't know. And it was about how they were basically refusing to let him release his sophomore album, saying it wasn't good enough and then it kept getting pushed back. Um, that he there are remixes and features with his voice on them that aren't he didn't consent to. Right.
1: It was like so interesting to me because we have no clue if this is true. Right, I have at no all. idea if this um, is true or not. But people really like to spread rumors and um we were think- we were talking about how it's funny that zane kind of came on twitter to squash the rumors quote unquote but his tweet was super vague and, his um, tweet
0: is yo thank you so much yo. for letting me know about this
1: i do not have any new
0: collaborations coming so please just keep checking here for any news you know you will always be the first to know spread the word and then the like rock on hand sign
1: emoji <laughs> big love That, like, gives (laughs) us no information. Like, I'm more confused now. Honestly. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just really funny because... Also, something I thought was funny was that one of the big tweets about that when it was trending was one of those accounts that, you know, people who, like... Try to fake other people out and pretend that they're like Billboard or something. Yeah, it was Chart Data. It was like, so Chart Data is Bay. Like, Chart Data is yeah. exactly what it sounds like. But it was like. a fake Chart um, Data. Like, yeah, with just the same icon, and then their actual app was like Zane Charts. So It was, it was Zane it's, Data it's 1. A, it's basically a Zane. Like fan account that's just trying to disguise as something. So like, so, <laughs> I was like, people probably think it's confirmed because they saw right. this, but it's definitely not, and we don't really know what's going on. So I
0: don't know if it's a weird thing that someone is trying to get Zayn back in the news, but it makes Sony yep. look really bad. So I highly doubt yeah. that this is some sort of like scandal that is happening to give him press.
1: Yeah, and like there were there were some things in the past. I remember people saying that that RCA was not treating Zayn fairly. And yeah. I also remember Tinashe mm-hmm. and Normani. had a lot of beef with RCA because apparently she was signed at the same time as Zayn and, and they were, like, completely concentrating on Zayn more. But that kind of makes sense, though, because yeah. he was just fresh off One Direction. So, yeah. of course, they're going to, like, try to build on that hype. Um, But I think Tinashe is not signed to them anymore. Um, I think she left. Yeah, I don't know if she left or they dropped her or whatever, but... Either way, she's like doing her own thing, which is great. You know, it's awesome if you want to do that. But like, you know, I can't. I it, I can't sit here and say that there hasn't ever been any kind of issues no with major labels. That, yeah, that's yeah with RCA specifically. So yeah, it's like yeah, it could be true, but I really don't know. know. Something there... else that was funny was that someone tweeted some like Taylor hater tweeted. <laughs> oh my god, like, now Zayn is going through all this shit and Taylor's silent. Like, I thought she cared about industry issues. I was like, back it up. What? And what so, does that have to do with and her? And it was literally, I know, it was literally a Justin stan account. And I always say, I like, I stand Justin, I stand Taylor, okay? We exist, but all the Taylor stans hate Justin and all the Justin stans hate Taylor and I hate all of them. So <laughs> I tweeted, sorry, but you sound uneducated. Taylor's made it clear that it's her goal to fight for the rights of artists and do away with outdated and unfair record contract clauses. She's spoken up about exactly this before, so don't pretend like she's being silent when she isn't. And a billion Swifties started like, oh, you (laughs) can't, you. No, they were supporting. Oh, oh, no, they were like, they were like, yeah, yeah it wasn't a billion it was 22 likes but like you mentioned you
0: you put her name you put taylor in a tweet and they all like will come after you
1: yeah it's it's insane but like i was supporting her so they were all they were all crazy and um it was just funny because i don't think you see a lot of people with justin icons like defending taylor but i i love defending people i'll get into it more later but i don't even artists I don't like, I still defend them because yeah. people are too mean. People um, are mean. But yeah, so Zayn, if you're not free, I hope you're free. But this is probably just a rumor. So.
0: I mean, he keeps getting back together with Gigi Hadid. Oh, yeah.
1: I thought that was over <laughs> so long ago and then they keep not being over. But Yeah, I
0: it's... Don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Doesn't really matter. Yeah. So there's that. I mean... I don't have, actually I don't have anything else to say I was I was reading a an article that was written by some like random thing that was just citing tweets and yeah. I was like all right well that's this is thing. fake
1: everyone's like look at this really solid information and then it's tweets and it's not anything reliable at all uh-huh. um, so that's that um, one other thing that happened this week was that the weekend announced his album is going to be called after hours and it has no release date, but I'm really excited. I love the weekend. The first two singles are good that he already released. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. That's kind of all the news we have right now. Yeah. So it's like
0: Oh, it's his birthday today. Who? Abel. Oh, it is? Yeah, I went to I oh, went to the oh, weekend Twitter that. and it gave me the little balloons. Oh, the little
1: balloons. Yeah. I didn't know
0: that. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, Abel. Happy birthday. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah so he like released a whole little video thing
1: i see the balloons now. yeah
0: and it's like you know it's it it is
1: yeah it's gonna be good yeah i think it looks like he is very uh, once again because he always does this does this um he's already curating like a really specific um aesthetic for the album i was gonna say image Yeah. yeah he clearly had like one photo shoot with the like red blazer and the
0: Everything's red. Yeah. yeah, everything's red. Just everything's like, just red.
1: Like changes, but, like, Justin doesn't own red, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> if anyone owns red, it's Taylor. Um, Fair. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm excited for that. We will share more information as it comes out when we get there because i'm sure yeah the release date's coming next so hopefully good stuff
0: yeah so we'll transition to nicole's big spot
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna take it from here yeah um yeah so changes came out um two changes by
0: justin Bieber.
1: justin bieber's fifth studio album changes came out on valentine's day um february 14th
0: Thank you for clarifying what
1: <gasps> Valentine's Day is. Some people don't know, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I This is really important for me because whew, I've stan this kid for a decade. And these release dates, they don't come around too often. The last one was, like, over four years ago. So it was really exciting. And it was really exciting how fast this era kind of happened because we had waited so long. Um when I think about the fact that the first single came out in January and we have an album in February, I mean, that's pretty fast. So I wouldn't have it any other way because I was getting real impatient. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it is 16 tracks, but also 17 if you count the Yummy Remix, um, which some people do and some people don't. I mean,
0: it's on the album. It's on the
1: album, so it's like 17 tracks proper. Um, and yeah, it's very, it's a very like R&B-influenced album. That's pretty much the consensus is that a lot of the songs are have that r&b influence they have uh, you know that chiller more so laid back kind of sound um and then a couple songs toward the end are a little bit more like acoustic soulful um
0: i like those ones kind better. of stuff
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> i literally was thinking that because when you were texting me while you were listening yeah. to the album i was thinking okay just wait till you get to the end Like you'll like those. Yeah, I think I like the lat.
0: Like, uh, that's what love is. Yes, I think that one I like. Favorite. Yeah,
1: I really love at least for now. I feel like it's such a great closing track.
0: Well, and those two both show off like the musicality the other ones yeah. I feel
1: like everything is more just it's like very catchy production heavy and it's very production yeah. heavy that's kind of why I love it so much because I never really care about lyrics I care way more about yeah. about production and, and musicality like you said I but think
0: that's why I don't like it yeah
1: no that's <laughs> listen that's totally fair and yeah so many people like that but I don't know to me it's like on Friday I went to this little like kind of party thing not really like just a little house gathering and uh, my friend who was throwing it put a few of the songs on there, some of the more like catchy ones that are earlier in the album with like mm-hmm. features and stuff. And um, you know, it's too loud to really hear the lyrics, but everyone was bopping because you just hear the groove and you just like yeah. hear the production. And I think that's kind of what it. I think that's what it's really good for. Like you were saying, it's a really great Valentine's Day album to so just like put on in the background while you have date night and you're not really listening to lyrics. You just want yeah. something nice on while you have dinner or whatever um
0: yeah i felt like the beginning maybe up until the track with Kalani,
1: mm-hmm.
0: i wasn't really into gotcha i really really i personally don't like Lil dicky and i think oh, yeah. that, that
1: song with him was awful i feel like Lil dicky you either love him or hate him he's very he's got a very specific way about him hated it it's fine hated it i, I don't know for some reason i liked it it's it's weird because it, I've never really like been super into Lil Dicky in the past, but I thought his verse was very like quirky and it just added this like fun element to it. And I thought that it was he has yeah, I think he has good flow for sure, which a lot of people don't think. But I yeah, disagree. I did I don't. I disagree. <laughs> and um yeah, no, I, I definitely I don't think that was like the strongest feature. Like I like I prefer like the Quavo feature and the Kalani feature. Um, yeah, the Quavo feature. Cute. The Quavo is catchy. Yeah, it's like totally single material, which is why it's the second single. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people were saying it should have been the first single, like over Yummy, which I could maybe see, but it was, you know, it was cool that he started there, like without a feature. But um, but yeah, it's the second single now, and. The locals love it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to the locals.
1: Yeah. Because it is very catchy.
0: It's catchy. Yeah. um, Come Around Me is also catchy. Come Around Me has like four words in it.
1: Come Around Me? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. I'm looking up the
0: lyrics. Okay. I (laughs) I swear the chorus is like four words.
1: Well, the chorus, sure, but the rest of the song. Come Around Me. Yeah,
0: yummy has like one word in it. Right? No, that's I'll give you that. I'll
1: give you that one. Yeah,
0: I guess I just I am one of those people that I really love more the post-chorus the, focuses a lot more on the uh, words
1: and I love lyrics. the I love the bridge of of come around me when I rise up, baby, don't shy up. I think that's a really interesting, like melodic addition to that, which is like what a bridge is. Right, <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know. I really like that bridge. Um, maybe that wasn't... This isn't the song I was oh, thinking Oh, maybe you're thinking of a different one? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough.
0: There was one that was, like, the same word over and over. Not yummy, but there was one that was just...
1: Now I'm trying to think of what it was. <laughs> I don't know. Forever, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Because the chorus of Forever is just, like, him vocalizing. Mm.
0: I didn't like that. I didn't like well, Post Malone on
1: that. Yeah, I thought Clever was a lot better than Post Malone. On that one, um, and I think it's just really cool that the fact that Clever's on the album because he's like pretty unknown. I didn't know who he was before. Mm. I thought maybe I was just uncultured. I kind of
0: ruined that, honestly. Oh That's really? Um. I
1: mean, I definitely think it's the the like worst feature on the album it's just
0: he was just like in the way it felt like
1: yeah yeah i got that i feel like this song <sighs> would have been fine if it was just clever's verse yeah he didn't really add it really yeah i really like clever's verse but i didn't really like posts verse as much which is such a shame because justin and poe's last collab was so good
0: well and i like post malone yeah for yeah. like pop yeah like it, he's fine. He's not my favorite, but right, he's right. not the worst. And yeah, just that's, didn't, how, that's how I. I wasn't been. into that one.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I I also feel like with second emotion, which features Travis Scott, it's. I think it's a good feature, but I can't help but compare it to their past features together, and mm. it, I don't think it's as strong as their past features. Like um, which we call it, no sense, which is on purpose. I think is like their one of their best collabs like i really love travis's verse on that one and then here i feel like again it didn't add too much to the song i like the song as it is but it didn't add a ton like i said i think my i think the features on here i prefer like kalani and quavo and clever was really good too yeah um, yeah i do love second emotion as is but i don't really think it need i don't think it needed the travis verse no um but yeah so then you get into like eta and Changes, which are much more acoustic guitar-driven. I love those songs. I think that those ones are much more musically what I was looking for. Right. That totally is fair. But I also love that, you know, it does kind of just flow into that. Like, it's it's a little bit different, but it's still a very, very cohesive album. I mean, to literally pull Taylor's favorite phrase, sonically cohesive... (laughs) This is a sonically cohesive record. Like it really, really is. And purpose was not as much. Like purpose jumped around from like ballad really slow piano ballads to like EDM songs, which mm-hmm. is fine. But it's just not as cohesive. This is very cohesive, I think, even with that kind of switch, like you said, around um get me the Kalani song. Um yeah, with it goes into ETA, which I don't know I don't know if you know this, but like if, or if you, like, know it well enough to agree with this. But, like, I feel like ETA reminds me a lot of All That Matters. Do you know that song? No. At all? Okay. Get into it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. My okay. friend my friend Ashley, shout out Ashley. She loves that song. Um, it's from Journals, which was his last, like, more R&B-focused project. Um, which was not really a mixtape, but it was just, like, a random collection of songs that he put out. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people are saying it reminds them of that one because it's got that like similar guitar kind of um yeah and then Changes is really cute he always pulls through with the with the title track doing something like cute um and I love Confirmation I actually think Confirmation might be my favorite because I think I listened to that
0: and thought that Kanye would be good on it Really interesting. <laughs> I think that that's
1: someone that I was like, Kanye would have been a good feature on this. That's like such a random thought, but now I really need to listen, go back and listen. He's talking it with, about God with that in mind. Yeah, but I mean, like Justin never shuts up about God.
0: So. I know, but I was surprised that there wasn't like a Sunday service situation happening. I need to listen to it again with that in mind and see if I agree. If you think about I'll it, get back to you. <laughs> if you think about it, and it, yeah, I think I oh, listened yeah. to it and I was like, wow, this would be this reminds me that kanye is now
1: thinking he's what a he is, yeah. preacher i don't know yeah <laughs> um yeah i i feel like confirmation is like a wedding song like i want to have my first dance to that song you know what i mean it's like one of those songs mm. it's beautiful i don't know about a first dance to that really yeah we've got the rest of our lives i think it's so cute no
0: i get it but i don't i think that that'd be cute in like um i don't know
1: Well, Mm. you don't have to dance at my wedding to that one if you don't want (laughs) to. I (laughs) won't. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, it was also, that was one of the ones that they played like a really nice snippet of it in the docuseries and it made me so excited Mm -hmm. and I didn't know which song it was on. So the first time I was listening to it when it got to that part, I was like freaking out. I was like, this is the one. Mm. This is the one we've been waiting for. Yeah. And then That's What Love Is is a really good like you were saying, like a really nice acoustic song. Yeah, that's like one of the ones I think that the the critics are into the most because mm-hmm. it shows off his vocals and it shows off his his musicality and stuff. But I prefer, at least for now, I think it's it just sounds like credits rolling. So I feel yeah, like yeah, I was it's gonna say that one sounds song. like it'd be at the end of a movie. Exactly. Yeah, it feels like credits are rolling, and it's basically the end of the album. If you don't listen to the yummy remix with Summer Walker, <laughs> which I didn't. Yeah, I well I listened to it when it fr- cuz it did first come out before yeah. the album, so I listened to it then and I the first time I listened to the album through I just didn't do any skipping or anything. Um but since Yummy obviously came out first I and it was all I had of the new music, I I kind of just put it on repeat. So mm-hmm. it's not that I'm like sick of it, but I want to like even out the amount of times that I've heard them all, you know what I mean? Like I want to yeah. I want to make up for it and listen to the new ones, so And I don't really like to listen to any song, like, twice in one day. Like, in general.
0: Oh. Mm. You know what (laughs) what I mean? I... I, mm. No. I I listen to the same music all the time.
1: Well, I'll listen... I'll do, like, a daily thing. Like, if I'm really into a song or an album, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna listen to it, like, once today. And then uh, wait till tomorrow. Because I feel like if if I don't, it's not as special and I'll get sick of it.
0: For me, when I make, like, a new playlist, I listen to it constantly because... I listen to it until I get sick of it. That's like yeah, that's just I don't who like I am. Do that. I don't know. I
1: like to like expand it.
0: <laughs> I will say Yummy has 211 million streams. Yeah. 211 and a half million streams yeah. on Spotify.
1: Yeah, it does. So Justin is the most listened to artist on Spotify right now. And that was his most recent one. Like, and big and single.
0: Bad Guy is just under that. Which I think Wait. is. With him,
1: okay, yeah, I was gonna say not, and not it's like a feature song,
0: yeah. right? And it's a feature. Ten thousand hours is more, and also a feature. Oh yeah,
1: ten thousand hours is like huge. Yeah, because like, country radio, because like country really music. Into it. yeah. Um, but yeah. So, what's your point?
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I just find that really interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it's it's pretty cool. I think just going back to how everyone was being so mean to him for no reason <laughs> when Yummy came out it it got more it's getting more streams a day now than it did like its first day it's like first week so i think that that's really cool personally yeah that shows longevity and it shows that like
0: people are going back to it people
1: are going back to it. people are putting it on playlists and so it's like coming on
0: i bet the docuseries pushed it
1: docu series yeah um I'm trying to think Because what else. when it came He was on SNL and he did it.
0: Right cuz when it came out there was no other music for people to listen to so they were like oh I guess I have to right, give this right. another shot.
1: I'm trying to think like when the other promo singles came out in comparison I think Get Me came out like right when the first few episodes of the docu series came out so yeah there was like but they did obviously didn't push that one as much. It didn't mm-hmm. have any performances or anything. Right. Um, but yeah he did Intentions and, and Yummy on SNL, and then he also did Intentions on Jimmy Fallon, and he's going to be on James Corden, like, every day this week. Is so he doing the thing so, that Harry Styles did, where he's hosting it? I don't think he's hosting it, but he's doing, like, Carpool Karaoke and, like, Spill Your Guts.
0: Gotcha. So, basically, yeah. And other stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Is that what Harry did? He was, Harry like, hosted like, it, on it but day. he
0: was on it every day for, like, a week.
1: But well, like, was James there too? No. Right, so that's, like, the difference. But that? he he's
0: did cool. all the same things. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's going to, yeah, pretty much going to be the same thing. Yeah. It's cute. I like that, because when Purpose came out, he did that, but on Ellen, he was on Ellen. I it remember ago. that. So <laughs> I thought that was cute, Um, because he's close with both of those people. So
2: let's get to it. So let's get to it.
1: about habitual oh my god oh my god it's so good it's so freaking good and pooh bear shout out to pooh bear his freaking collaborator and songwriter and producer who did a lot of these songs he killed it he freaking killed it i love pooh bear pooh bear worked a lot on a lot of songs on journals which is where like all that matters is from so that's why we love him (laughs) and um yeah i'm very very happy with the album I'm making an exception and, like, listening to it more than once a day because it's my baby. And um,
0: it's not my favorite.
1: All right. (laughs) That's my opinion. I mean, it's not a pop album. No, I know. Like, so that's what's been happening a lot is, like, people were expecting another purpose, and this is not purpose. Um,
0: Probably won't listen to it again, which is fine.
1: No, absolutely fine. We are all about respecting each other's opinions here so the other thing I wanted to talk about was he did this Zane Lowe interview which I highly recommend everybody watch um probably not the whole thing because it's very long but um at least the part where he's talking about Billy which is just like two minutes um I cried a lot of times watching this this interview because he was just getting into some really like sad stuff and you could also tell that he was really anxious doing the interview Mm -hmm. um because he was talking about a lot of really really personal stuff like really personal um i'd be anxious too (laughs) right exactly he was like clearly anxious which made me feel bad but i was also like you know what good for him for um having the courage to go out there and, and and even do it at all so um yeah, but he, when he was talking about Billy, uh basically Zane asked him, like, about the moment when they met at Coachella. And um, Billy's talked about it in interviews before. So he was like, oh, we already know how Billy feels about it, but how do you feel about it? And he said, I just wanted to, like, protect that moment and preserve that moment because people don't yeah. understand how fleeting those moments are. Right? It was, like, so sad. And he was saying...
0: It was really sad. and they And she was... Like tweeting and Instagramming, listen to changes. Yeah, like she, really yeah. supportive.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, she loves him so much. And I love both of them. Well, she was a fangirl. I know. She's <laughs> just like me and she's just the one who made it, you know? Yeah. Like, she's the only one who made it and is like friends with him now. But
0: wait, her wait, pause for one second. Her song that it. came out that's supposed to be in the new Bond oh, yeah, is so really, good. Really it's really good. good. I think
1: her vocals sound amazing on it. I've
0: been so I've been Really like trying to listen to her more, and like I don't love but, the whisper singing thing. But that's the
1: thing; she's not really doing that.
0: But I mean. she's not doing it on this, on this record. Yeah. yeah, on this it's song, really cool. and it. I think that it shows a lot of maturation, yeah, maturation, absolutely. whatever. Phineas was like, yeah, and the orchestra sounds so yeah, good, really, really good. So I don't know. I just I like her as a person, and I've always liked her as a person. Yeah, she's funny. <laughs> Yeah. And I thought she's great as, like, from when she was on Instagram as Where are the, avocados, the Avocados. I was like, yeah. who is this girl? Good she's times. funny. And then her music, I was like, eh, about, but now I'm like getting it back yeah, into I've, it.
1: I've seen so many people saying that about, um, about the James Bond song, it's, it's really good. It's really showing another side of her musically, mm-hmm. and oh my god, the fact that she even has like a James Bond song at this. My Seattle dad,
0: page. shout out to my dad. My dad he's was like, like Billy's song comes out." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah, it does." <laughs> he's a he's a fan now that we listened to her like two hour interview. Oh right right, right With right, right. Howard Stern. Right
1: of course yes um yeah it was funny because I it came out like a few hours before Changes came out and so I didn't listen to it because I was like too excited. But I finally got around to listening to it yesterday. Really, really. I curious.
0: listened to New Music Friday after I listened to Changes.
1: Oh. On Friday. I mean, I don't really ever listen to New Music Friday.
0: I don't either. But remember last yeah. week when I was talking about how I don't listen to New Music Friday. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I gave it a chance. So you gave it a chance. Very nice. This is the week of you giving things a chance.
0: Yeah, this was <laughs> a good week for me. Good.
1: Good. I'm
0: glad. Um, I'm growing.
1: But yeah, so he was saying that he just want, he's like, I just want to protect her because when I was 18 in this industry, I didn't know who to turn to. You know, it's really scary. And that just made me think, like, I don't know why. I, I like to think sometimes that I know what he's gone through just with... Things that are visible to me, like seeing just hateful comments on the internet, right? But it could be so much more. And you don't know
0: until someone tells you.
1: Yeah. Like, and there are some rumors out there. I don't want to necessarily say what they are, but you can probably find it if you do some research. There are some rumors of really horrible things that people think might have happened to him. And I like honestly, to believe, I
0: wouldn't be surprised. I like to believe
1: they're not true, but it's a really fucked up world, and that's it. Like, really that's, is that's that was another part of it that made me cry like at the very end of the interview he was i forget how they got into it but he was saying something about humanity is so broken
2: like Mm. he i don't
1: know it's i was trying to think i was like what has he been through what has he seen and it really broke my heart and i actually was sobbing i know people use that as like oh my god i'm crying but i actually was sobbing
0: yeah that's sad for
1: real tears coming down my face and it made me so sad for the rest of the day and um yeah I just wanted to be good another really sad part that made me cry was like when he was talking about his relationship with his parents and we always kind of know that he didn't yeah didn't have the best relationship with his dad um and then with his mom they were always closer but then once he started going through some really hard times in like 2013 and 14 you could also tell that they were like distancing Themselves from each other. She, mm-hmm. she would like go and like spend weeks in Hawaii or whatever. And like, cause you know, she can, but I um, guess. But like, it was just before they used to spend time together and then they kind of weren't, which could be cause he was growing up, but also now we know that it was cause he was just going through a really hard time. And you know, really gross people in the media were saying, like, how look at yourself, how could you raise someone like this? Which is a really disgusting thing to say to a mother or like to anyone. <laughs>
0: um, I don't know how people are famous I know I don't know how anyone could ever handle that
1: I would never want to be famous no ever
0: I just I just don't understand the responsibilities that come with it I guess in a way yeah I don't want that
1: I know seriously like seeing it happen to Justin and then going back and kind of looking into how it happened to Brittany and then going back and seeing how it happened to Michael. It's really... Ups- it's Spears really
0: and ups- Jackson.
1: Oh, sorry. We said we promised we were going to say last names now, yeah. But, oh, I can on. read your mind. Come on. They're, like, the biggest artists, Brittany and Michael. They're, like, some of the biggest artists. I yeah. Know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you, Spears <laughs> and Jackson. Um, but, yeah, it's just... Um, I don't think r- people really understand the shit that they go through. They think Because no. they're rich, everything's fine. And... Their problems are just different, I think. It just, it just made me think I never want to be that, ever. Like, I never, I just never want to be that. I want to be, that's why I want to work in the industry, so that I can protect those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's my goal, is to be like, you just make the music. Right. Don't deal with everything else. You know, in a perfect world, you could just make music in a vacuum but you really can't in this real world we live
0: in. I don't know. I think the more experience I get in the industry, the more Mm -hmm. I start to realize that it's not what I either want or thought it was. Right. And I think that it's really hard for people that are fans to realize what it's like. And going through all of the internships and working where I have has made me realize that there's a lot of things that are hidden and a lot of things behind closed doors that definitely are not – ethical and yeah. or right and obviously I would love to help and fix that but it's also just the standards we have to set in the industry to get yeah. those things fixed and there's people in DC that are fighting for songwriters to get more rec- like more credit and to get paid more yeah. which is like one of the biggest things that sucks and there's just people everywhere that are trying to i guess in a way not I don't know how to put this in like a good way in like a way that makes people understand but the way learning about like K-pop for example and how these people are treated example yeah how these people are treated is it's a factory and for Justin he grew up in like that type of situation as well where he was discovered at such a young age and then was put through this factory to produce something yep Um, and Taylor
1: talks about it too in the documentary she's like they they train me don't be like the dixie chicks be nice smile wait say thank right me. like even if that's not how you feel that day
0: it's know? all it's all training and it's all through this factory so you yep. never really know what you honestly probably will never know what these people really are like Yeah. Exactly. except for these glimpses and these documentaries right. where they're opening up to you
1: right and those i f- i see them as like gifts like they, don't they are do they
0: don't have to do that
1: so yeah i always my my relationship with like all these people I stand but Justin specifically it it has evolved a lot over the years but like I don't know sometimes I feel like I care about him like a brother or like a really close friend or something but I am a stranger to him and that's like that's okay like all all we need to do is just respect people yeah that includes strangers so if he's a stranger to me he really isn't I know all this shit about him but if he's somebody who I've never met or like I've met once briefly like I just need to respect him as I would anybody else who I've just met briefly. You know what I mean? You really, really don't know what what is happening or what he's going through. But um
0: No, you don't and yeah. I think that as I've grown up, I was I went from being a fangirl to right. being in the industry and I've started to separate myself from the people that I love and support and really just focusing on their music and who yeah. who they are musically. Like yeah, I don't too. know about I know well I was gonna say i don't know that much about maggie rogers but i know that she started as a music student at NYU, and to right. me that's really cool because we know people in the clive right, davis really. program but i don't know her birthday or her <laughs> like her sign right. or like her any favorite her, her favorite and, food like yeah. i don't need to know that type right. of stuff it's and all about the music it's all about the music and like i I'm fine with that and I want to support her as a musician and I love that energy and I I just have I don't know if it's because I grew up in this weird stan culture where I had to know if you didn't know Harry Styles is is exact birthday you weren't like good enough
1: breakfast this morning right you weren't good enough and
0: it's like no I don't need to know everything about him I don't need to know who he's dating I don't need to know anything except the fact that he made a really great album and I'm gonna see him in concert and support his art
1: that's exactly how I feel that's the thing people are like oh, like how does he feel about his ex and like his mustache? And I'm like, I do not care. No. I really, really don't. I want him to be happy, healthy, and give me good music. And right now he is all of those things, thank God. I think people need
0: to focus more on, I know we talk about music news and we talk about things that are happening with people. Right. But, but we also need to be focusing more on the actual thing that they're putting out, that they're focusing on, yep. that it's their job and their passion. Yep. Is the music not... Where they went to dinner last night? Exactly.
1: Yeah, and and <laughs> I mean, you'll notice we don't sit here and talk about like makeups and breakups. I mean, I think we just t- talk briefly about like Zayn, Gigi, whatever. Right. But like, this is not. We're not like E news or whatever. Like, we're mm-hmm. not. We don't care about that kind of stuff. We care way more about what's your favorite track on the album? How do you feel about the album? And I, I spend every moment of my life trying to make every conversation I have about that like yeah. I just really just care about music and for for changes specifically it honestly wouldn't exist without his relationship to Haley right which is why he's been talking about her a lot in interviews and
0: I mean the whole album her, is about his wife oh,
1: completely like 1000 percent, which is awesome right but <laughs> if you watch the docuseries you would see that like it's not just like that they go and like are a, a couple and then he goes to the studio like She comes with him and they ask for her input because she has good taste in music. So she's not just there as a muse, like she's almost like a collaborator too, and they're giving her opinion. So I would say, yeah, she probably feels probably feels the same way we do. Like, yes, that's their relationship. Yes, this album is kind of a, a a way to look into it a little bit. And these interviews and the docuseries are certainly a way to look into it a little bit. But again, they don't owe us that look into their lives. They're giving it to us as a gift almost. They really don't yeah. owe us anything.
0: And it's hard because of social media. Yeah, exactly. It's very hard. And artists, and even in like when we were growing up, we didn't know everything about Kelly Clarkson, Avril Lavigne. Right, 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 right. We, people think Avril Lavigne's dead. Like, I don't know. I know, yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. You know? like, the, that's Miley all, like, Cyrus no one right. knew anything about her except for when she like started stripping at the VMAs you right
1: know? and even that is like a lot of stuff that I, I always think of like yeah early like 2000s with Britney and whatever and even like when Britney had her breakdown right, even like even like Paris Hilton or whatever like right obviously not a singer except for well, uh, stars are blind yeah um, I was gonna say well <laughs> but just celebrity culture in general even that all we kind of knew of them was what was on tabloids like people right. magazine and that's most of the time made up. So people thought they knew, but they really didn't.
0: But, and now anyone can be a celebrity as well. But
1: now, right, now it's like, we know things that are a little bit more accurate, I guess, like compared to back then, but we still don't know everything. We know what they kind of like want to frame themselves as, you know what I mean? Even not even with celebrities, but with just everyday people, we know what they want to show on social media, Right. We know I was going to say
0: we probably know less than we did with tabloids
1: good point. Yeah, I was saying the opposite, but that's a really good point. Because
0: you're putting out what you want people to think.
1: You can paint a picture of whatever you want and put it out on social
0: Right, TV. where right. a tablet a is point. only going to be painting one picture and they're right. all going to be buying from the same place. That's a good
1: point, yeah. Where
0: you, have, you can control your narrative, but you can control your narrative in any sort of way right. you want.
1: It's almost like a good thing that you can control your narrative because it means that you can be really honest, but at the same time, you could be a bad person and take advantage of the fact that you, you can can be so fake. Your narrative and then be really fake.
0: I mean, what we're lucky that we can see into certain people's lives. Yeah. That like Lizzo, super open on her social. Yeah. She's like naked on every right, single right. Instagram. Whatever, let her do her. Yeah. Um, but then there's other people that. Like Taylor, when she disappeared for a year. Right.
1: Or even now, she is not super active.
0: Or Ed Sheeran, who doesn't even use social media anymore. He has taken like years off of that type of stuff just because he feels that the way that it interacts with him and the way it changes his perspective isn't great and honestly good for him.
1: Justin did that at one point. I know Selena did that at one point. Yeah. Miley's deleted her Twitter like three or four times. Demi doesn't even, Demi Lovato doesn't even
0: run her own. It's her like team. It's her
1: team, and they talk in third person. They do, stuff, which is
0: yeah. Like, it says it says in her bio that it's run by like right exactly. Team.
1: Which I I love that transparency. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like
0: I mean, Harry Styles has an account that's like HSHQ, and it's people yeah, from Columbia, like
1: Bieber Fever, which yeah. is clearly his label, and Taylor yeah, has like Taylor Nation. Yeah, even like Justin and Scooter, it still bugs me because like Scooter so clearly is the only one tweeting from Justin's account and like you can tell when it's Justin and it's rare it's like once a year but um, at that
0: point why are you even hiding it just know, say that it's someone else I know.
1: Scooter I love you but let's be real please just um, make a corporate <laughs>
0: account from him that says like tweets on behalf of Justin Bieber it doesn't I've need always to be
1: wanted that
0: it doesn't need to we can be transparent that about mad, it
1: though I just don't like being lied to yeah Eminem, Stan um eh. <laughs> just kidding um not so much but uh I just like that song but yeah, it's like Justin clearly though runs his Instagram because he posts like the dumbest shit with typos in it. Like that's just. Yeah,
0: he kind of just does whatever. <laughs> you know he, what he's mean? kind of like embodying what Instagram was when it first started.
1: Yeah, well, that was the thing. He was like the first big celebrity to have Instagram. Yeah, but and it's so and he just never evolved. Just, it just
0: reminds me of when Instagram first started and people yeah, would post pictures of just like shit. like a wall. Yeah, with like, like some random ass caption.
1: Like, but yeah, so I definitely think that Zane Lowe interview was a really great I just... Oh, love. wow.
0: Let's go take it all
1: the way back to that Zane Lowe interview. Well, that's where we started it no, Yeah. I think all Zane Lowe interviews are amazing. Like he's he, really great. This, honestly, I'm turning this into the Zane Lowe fan account. account. Because he's amazing. I really love how he... You can tell he genuinely just cares about the music. Like, he asks questions that only have to... That only apply to the music. Like, he, again, like, he would ask questions about Haley, but only because the songs are inspired by her. Mm. Um... And about his mental health only because he ta- he refers to it in the docuseries and on the album. Yeah, he does so, good. He does good
0: interviews and good press.
1: His interview with Demi was really great, like right before her Grammy performance and the song yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, Demi Lovato. Um, yes,
0: my father told us that we need <laughs> to be giving people credit where credit is due and mentioning their last names.
1: Yeah, it's like people always would laugh at me for calling him Justin like
0: who your friend Justin
1: to him like he's just like any old person I'm like he is any old person yeah (laughs) like that's his name but no yeah you're right it's for clarity because there are multiple people out there with the same names um (laughs) there's Demi Moore and Demi Lovato
0: (laughs) I hate that I hate that a lot
1: sorry um (laughs) but yeah we love Zane Lowe He's really great. He does really great interviews. So if you ever feel like you never really understood where Justin was coming from, maybe watch that or at least a few minutes of it to get a better understanding. Um, He talks a lot about his mental health and his relationship, you know, with his parents. And it's really interesting. It's just so different from from me. You know, it just feels like the complete opposite. Like he Haley is his everything. Like she's the foundation for his whole life. And, like, he has to use that to rebuild trust with his parents. For me, it's the opposite. Like, I run to my parents for everything. Right. And I don't have, like, a a true love or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's just very interesting. Um, And, again, a reminder that I really don't know him at all because, you know, we did grow up really differently. But that's what I love about music is that you can get a glimpse into somebody's situation who is so different from you. Like, that's what I love about hip-hop is that a lot of people, you know their lyrics are about situations that I could never relate to. So it's like the closest I could ever come to understanding it.
0: Right. And then yeah. people that can relate feel heard exactly. and seen.
1: Yeah, exactly. So people maybe who grew up with like not like a stable, like married like not married parents to like look at as an inspiration for their relationships. Like they could maybe relate to when Justin's talking about, Oh, my parents were never married, so I don't, you know, I have X Y Z thing because of that. Um, right. So, yeah, it's a really good point. Um, yeah, as of now, that's, like, pretty much where he's at. And that's, like, the big thing that happened this week. Um, the album's probably going to go number one just because there were no other, like, super big releases this week. So,
0: <laughs> What even was released this week? I, I don't know. know.
1: But it's just so funny because last time when Purpose came out, it was, like, a huge fight. Between the the One Direction stands Oh yeah and the Justin stands because they both released an album on the same day and I
0: remember that. I was
1: like I remember being like so thrilled that Justin's album went number one, but like oh. Those are the days, man, when two albums in one week would sell, like, over 500k. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, now like, now no, it just no. doesn't happen. So I almost, like, I'm glad that I don't have to deal with that stress of, like, being like, oh my god, is it gonna go number one, is it not? I think the only
0: but big I album that came out was Tame Impala. Yeah, and I would,
1: I would say they're more so, like, critics' faves and not so much Like,
0: Pitchfork faves. will be writing about right, right.
1: them. Pitchfork will certainly... Uh, give a better review to that one than to Changes, and I don't really care.
0: I wonder what John is going to say.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting. On podcast, he keeps, like, referring to his opinion on Yummy, but not actually saying what it is. <laughs> Karen's like, we're going to fight about Yummy, and he's like, yeah, we will, and then they didn't. They must have cut it or something. And I'm like, I want to know.
0: Maybe this week?
1: Just be real. They did two listener mailbag episodes that were really good.
0: So if you don't listen to PopCast, go listen did, to PopCast. Wait, did you listen to that? No, I didn't, oh, yeah. okay
1: that's okay but
0: there was a lot of content good. this week okay? that, this is
1: true no there really was <laughs> I, it's fine no judgment I know I listen to a lot of
0: podcasts
1: yeah that's the thing I don't listen to as many so like when a new one comes out I can just go big podcast go gal I'm behind on the future of what
0: big podcast energy
1: um yeah we love podcasts as you all. oh know. should I
0: list some of my favorites we'll give some shout outs to podcasts yeah, do it. okay armchair expert with Zach Shepard Really great one if you're into either celebrities or, like, he brings on, he calls them experts on experts, so a lot of doctors, a lot of lawyers, journalists, whatever you would classify an expert as, he brings them in. Um, This week, they have, like, a side project with his co-host, Monica Padman. She has this podcast project called uh, Monica and Jess Love Boys, and it's talking about her and her friend, Jess, who's a guy, their relationship problems, whatever, um bon appetit food cast mm-hmm. i love bon appetit i watch all the bon appetit videos the food cast comes out so on many
1: people love bon appetit I should oh get into it's so it. good my oh my god yeah it. yeah
0: yeah um and then i listen to a couple like barstool ones for like comedy sake I listen, to, listen to call her daddy and chicks in the office um that's that <laughs> chicks in the office does a lot of really good uh interviews with celebrities too and they oh, do yeah. uh, pop culture stuff. Listen to Gals on the Go with two influencers, oh, Brooke yeah, Michio yeah. and Danielle Carolyn. I love their Instagram. Yeah, their Instagram's their really Instagram's great. great. They make really good videos. Yeah. Um, Brooke lives in Boston. Danielle lives in Athens, Georgia. She goes... They both went to the University of Georgia. Um, they do two episodes a week. They do The oh, Happening, nice. which is... This is like a new thing for them. They do The Happening, mm. which is... Um, like pop culture things and then they do their like Wednesday one I listen to Happy Hour with Gretchen Garrity she's another YouTuber she does a lot of like she talks a lot about um, like positive life and she has her friends come on Um, she lost her dad this past year so it's a lot about her going through her like not about her going through grieving, but a lot about how she keeps her positive attitude wow. and stuff. Yeah. That's
1: intense right there.
0: Popcast. We of love course. Popcast. Um, Today Explained by Vox is really great. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't listen to it every day because it comes out every single day. And it's yeah. like 15 minutes of news. So if you want 15 minutes of just straight news and you on your way to work, whatever, I used to listen to it a lot when I was walking uh, to work in New York. And sometimes I listen to it on the train. Um, the Tripod by the Try Guys. <laughs> On YouTube, you I listen, listen to them. To I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and then a couple I used to listen to. Um, I went to a comedy show this past week featuring Christina Hutchinson from Guys We Fucked. Oh, but I was
1: gonna ask if you still if you still listen
0: to it. Guys we so I used to listen to it, and then they actually moved over to a. They moved over to a paid. Uh, platform so Luminary oh,
1: that's what I thought because I was listening to them mm-hmm. like this past summer and then it just seemed like they stopped posting episodes
0: so in about November I think they started yeah. with Luminary so I haven't listened to them in a really long time just because they moved over um, and I don't really do that. I, this summer I was into Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien I mean, needs we a do friend. Pay for
1: Spotify, so I know, we so it's think. like, why
0: am I going to pay for another exactly. thing? Yeah. Uh, Conan O'Brien line needs, line needs line. a friend is really good. He interviews a bunch of people, different celebrities. Um, and if you're into, when I was working and doing a lot with ads in like sync, I would listen to Ad Age, which is by like Ad Ad Age. Um, they have this podcast called Ad Lib, and they interview a lot of people from all different um uh, businesses so like some of them that they have that would be like appropriate for music they <laughs> Yclef Jean Jean however you say him. yeah 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 people he, like butcher his, his name him. all the time. He has an interview here. Um there's some really actually interesting ones. Uh there's one from the editor in chief of Cosmopolitan Ooh. Barack Mofett from Universal Music Group. Nice. Um I'm trying to think of some Wait, can
1: you send me that one? Sounds yeah good.
0: it's good i'm learning so much yeah yeah um the ceo of high Snub Society. oh yeah
1: um
0: just like a bunch of different there's one from nbc universal a bunch of really interesting people in the entertainment and advertising industry i want do, you to send me all of
2: those
0: yeah <laughs> they're good I love... Like, I love your taste in Yeah, podcasts. I'm big into podcasts. I think it's really fun to learn things yeah. through podcasts, and especially, like, Armchair Expert I listen to every single week when it comes out. It comes out um, Mondays, and does it... Is it twice a week? I honestly can't remember.
1: <laughs> Can I go? Yeah. <laughs> it is twice a week. So, my favorite, obviously, is Dissect, but right now they are off-season. They just finished their season on down. By Kendrick Lamar, and um, but they have that was like the fifth season, and they also did a mini series, so there's a lot of content to listen to if you haven't, you can just go back. But they're not posting new episodes right now, but he does a few seasons a year, I think, so there's only a few months in between where he's not posting episodes. Um, Popcast, of course. Uh, I also love Chartbeat Podcast, but they also haven't posted in a while since October. I think, I don't know, I think they're just taking time off now. Mm. But it's hosted by my guy Gary Trust, who is amazing. And he uh, basically runs the Hot 100 um, at Billboard. So very smart, very passionate about the charts. Great guy. I've met him a few times. He's amazing. Um, The other one I listen to that Billboard does is Pop Shop. Which has Keith Caulfield as the host and he does, um he's like Gary's counterpart on the Billboard two hundred side. So Oh, um,
0: interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: And they actually work in two different offices. Gary's in New York and Keith is in LA. So they've only met like two or three times, but they are like Interesting. Yeah. Um I also love switched on pop. They just basically break down a lot of pop songs and Mm. they get really into the nitty gritty of, you know, the music theory and stuff, because one of the hosts is a musicologist and the other one's a songwriter. So they're both kind of experts there and they have a lot of great guests. Lizzo was on there once to, like, break down a song with them.
0: Oh, cool. Not
1: her own song. Like, they were both talking about a Janelle Monae song. Um, I listened to the Rolling Stone Music Now podcast, not as much, only here and there. Popular Music, the podcast. I like that one. Uh, And the future of what is... Also one of my favorites. I think if you're looking for one that's about the music industry and not as much about, like, current events in pop music like Popcast is, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, you have to listen to The Future of What. It's so good. In fact, I'm a little behind on the show, but their last episode was about licensing music for podcasts. Ooh. So I definitely want to listen to that one. It's a meta podcast about podcasts. Um, it's really great. Portia Sabin runs it, and she's amazing. She runs Music Biz Association, Um, there's also, and the writer is with Ross Golan. He just interviews songwriters. Uh, All Songs Considered from NPR NPR. is amazing. I like Disgraceland kind of sometimes. It's, it's like a murder mystery podcast, but all about musicians. There was like one about NWA and just like all the shit that, you know, was behind the scenes. Um, same thing with like Motown records. Like, it seems like it's all like. Happy and positive and great, but really there's like a lot of shit that went down behind the scenes. Whitney Houston and right, just like and the Beach Boys, like with the Beach the Beach Boys one was was really scary. Like, really, it actually scared me because there was like something with Charles Manson.
0: Oh God, it was
1: really freaky. Um, and then there's oh there's Office Ladies, which oh that's with uh, Jenna Podcast. Fisher. and yeah. Angela Kinsey from um from the Office. It's so great. I love that one so much. It comes out every Wednesday, mm. and what I do is like I've been like rewatching been it with them. have been watching the episode with them. Like after I listen to it at work on Wednesday, I come home and, and watch that episode, and it's really hard for me to not binge it. Yeah, so they <laughs> but basically I've been good so, far. so
0: they break down one of the episodes from the Office every week.
1: Yeah, and they talk about you know behind the scenes things that they remember, and they have guests on. They've already had like Rain Wilson who plays Dwight, and another seasonal thing in the summer when Big Brother is on. I listen to the Big Brother podcasts. Um, there's Big oh, Brother God. Brothers, there's the Big Brother podcast, which is just like from AfterBuzz T V and Um Julie Girl. I love that one. <laughs> oh, and How Come with uh Remy Casimer. It's like similar to Guys We Fucked. Um Oh yeah, gotcha. really good. Really, really good. Uh yeah, that's pretty much that's like all of mine pretty much. I think. Yeah. We love podcasts.
0: We do love podcasts. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good. We finally did a long episode. Woo!
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Bye.
2: What the what's next? Go and cash your bad checks. <laughs> You bought a big high, but you lost it Cash in, cash out, while you still can So you waste time Cash a bad check We're down The cool kids try to act me gonna do next Go and cash a bad check We're (laughs) I'm a checking account number one, 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 one. What's next? Go and cash your bad checks.